and Kat. And I'm Allie. And we're the Wednesday Girls. Hello! <laughs> and welcome back to the Wednesday Girls. I'm Kat. I'm Al. And I'm back. It's Mo. <laughs> <laughs> We decided that we were going to, we'll be taking a little break after episode 10, just FYI. So this is second to last for a little summer break. Yeah, because we got to go live hot girl summer. Um, Room temp girl summer? Excuse me, I'm going to Europe. Okay, okay, I'm going to Winnipeg for my vacation. So I'm going to have room temp girl summer. You're going to have like smoking hot girl summer. Yeah, you're going to like the a-hole of Canada. No, I'm just kidding. I love Winnipegians. Winnipeggers? Oh, probably that. It's gotta be Winnipeggers. Yeah, so last episode, Mo, you came and hung out with us and answered so many great questions. Um, Yeah, how'd you feel about last episode? I was so nervous. It's, uh, feel a lot better, like, coming in now. Um, But it's nice to get one under the belt. And then, uh, honestly, once once we started talking, it was, like, a lot easier. Any any ladies, like, sliding to the DMs (laughs) after that one? Because you're basically a celebrity now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, did we get the uh, Home Depot deal that we've been working on? No? Okay, then no. Not yet, sensitive <laughs> subject. Um, <laughs> still a whip. Yeah. 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 Okay, actually, on the DM slide thing, can I ask you two some advice? Definitely. Okay, so for our listeners, I am new to the gram. I was very resistant until this past year. Um, I didn't have it. And the reason I have it now is because I went out drinking with some girlfriends and I was about to go on like a pretty big trip and they were insistent that I got Instagram to share my story while I was there. I got hooked. I was on it. I was Mm -hmm. liking the likes. I was all for it. You guys, I was that person. But now I'm like, what are these rules when it comes to sliding into DMs, liking pictures, like I've learned that I'm only allowed to post one picture a day if I post. Like there's people like stories more than posts. There's just so much bureaucracy to a freaking social media app. But like, what are these rules where say I post a story and someone likes it? Is that like, ooh, do I want to talk to them? Or if I like their story back? I don't know. How do I navigate this? Is there something, is there like some unwritten rules I don't know about? I think you're a natural at the Instagram. I think I have been using it for a long time, but I'm not as, I like my friend's stuff. Um, I rarely, if I meet somebody new, for example, it's, I usually like give it a bit of like a, like a wide uh, date range. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that was the right word, but uh, I didn't, uh, I wasn't happy with it when I was editing in my head. Um, but then uh, once they become like somebody who I kind of like know decently well, then I'll start like liking their stuff. But like that's, you mean like friend liking. You're not meaning liking, like yeah. flirting. I'm talking like flirting. Like gotcha. what if I add a guy or a girl to the Instagram that I've met out at like yeah. say a party? Yeah. Do, do I start liking their things? Do I slide straight into the DMs? Like what is, what is the rules there? I don't know. I definitely, once I get like an Instagram, um, you know, exchange of as like the 
we're out and about somebody I, I like and then the Instagram is kind of like a substitute for the phone number right now I think okay yeah okay. so you can, you can treat it the Good same point. yeah a thing okay yeah I think so definitely it's a way uh, to connect with someone right yeah I, there's also probably like some there's a like a safety element there um, to be able to uh, keep your phone number a little bit separate from like an Instagram account you can block for example mm-hmm. interesting I would think that's totally different because they can see you quite a bit yeah because then you're seeing like the stuff I'm posting and liking yeah. like you're getting way more insight into my fo- than my phone number is your account public cat yes it is because that <laughs> means that literally every single person on the internet can see what you're right posting and stuff Okay, I mean, I love our listeners, so feel free to follow me, but <laughs> don't message me if you're a weirdo. Just gauge yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But show me how to do the DM slide. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, like, really good, like, conversations, like, long conversations, and I think the one thing that I've never really had, con- like, cons- a consistent system for is transitioning. This applies to the dating apps as well. It's like when you transition to the real number, and then you're then you're, like... Okay, now I can take this more seriously. The num- I think the phone number is more serious. I think Instagram, the, app, the apps are a little bit mm-hmm. less serious. Do you know what? That's true. And I don't have notifications on my Instagram. So unless I open the phone and read it, right. which I mean I am because I'm addicted. I've like The mm-hmm. algorithms have got me. Yeah. But yeah, if you have my personal number and you're texting me, I'm actually way more responsive totally. to you for sure rather than me sending you memes or whatever or... The disappearing photos, I've learned how to do that. It's not someone sending them, but I know that. (laughs) (laughs) Al, any thoughts on this? I, yeah, I mean, I would say, I agree with Mo that, like, Instagram, like, a a follow or whatever, that seems kind of like an entry-level kind of, like, thing. I think if, if someone is, like, following you on Instagram or, like, liking your stuff on Instagram, I don't think that really means much. Okay. Like, I don't really think that means anything. It's the same thing. It's like, have you guys ever seen that meme that's like, I'm not flirting, I'm just hot and talking? You know, it's kind of like that. It's like, I don't want to fuck you, I just liked that picture you put up. And it's just an Instagram heart. It doesn't really mean anything. I don't think. I just don't put a lot of, like, weight or stock into Instagram. So it doesn't mean anything until I've actually, like, DM'd you over an image or something like that. Yeah, I think if you strike up a conversation, like, kind of one-on-one via DM with someone, I think that is more personal than just, like, giving them a heart. Or if someone slides into your DMs, then I think there's more interest there than if they're just liking your shit. Okay. I, I think the best gateway is, like, just the stories, right? Because, like, I'm more of a fan, I personally, of stories. My Instagram page is pretty, like, stagnant, but I will post stories of things that I'm doing right in the moment. And then, if I get a response from it, even if it's just, like, a, a laughing emoji, for example, then I'm, like, I'm starting a conversation right then and there. Side note, um, we are Instagram friends. Are you, Am I not, like, in your friend tighter circle? Because I've never seen you post a story in the last five to six months. What the? Have you been posting stuff? And I'm not in your friend circle. <laughs> oh, you mean you haven't been getting most personalized updates every yeah. single day? Oh, I, there's a setting of like close Ooh, friends. Shoot. Dang. Yeah. Ooh, oh, awkward. Yeah. I'll fix that. I'll fix that. <laughs> yeah, immediately. I'll add you. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, don't, but, I feel like you're not that active on. No, on I actually, uh, like, I, I, Instagram is one of those things that I definitely go through waves on. But I get, I get roasted very often for my, um, for the pictures I post because when I was posting a lot, they were actually meant to be stories that I posted to my actual uh, board right. or page or whatever. Oh my god! Uh, Under the influence. Oh yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, um, this whole conversation, I'm not gonna lie, makes me feel like the crypt keeper because the like the kids aren't on Instagram anymore. You guys, it's all about TikTok. What? what? It's all about TikTok. Can I feel you like DM on that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. I feel like now that we, yeah we're like talking about yeah how to navigate Instagram, but all the young the youngins are like fuck that like grandma bullshit, and also. We did get a question about social media that I'm just going to mm. quickly insert here. Snapchat. Right. Either of you use it? Is it a turnoff if you meet someone that does? Do you know what it is, Kat, first of all? Okay. <laughs> you made a confused face. <laughs> I know what Snapchat is. Jesus. Um, yeah, that was like the OG of sending disappearing sexy pics. Okay? Yes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. I've been around. Thank you. Good. Um, yeah, no, I know what it is. I don't use it, but mm-hmm. as Mo apparently labeled both of us in the last podcast as cougars, <laughs> which I don't know if I agree with, but if I'm going to assume that, maybe I need to get back on the Snapchat. I used Snapchat Snapchat when it first came out, mm-hmm. and then I downloaded it uh, and then deleted it, but then it's been like, it just seems like a way outdated thing. So I don't know mm-hmm. who uses it now or why they would use it now compared to like, say, TikTok even. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But the whole, this whole... The whole premise was of it was like the, the vanishing photos, right? Yeah, totally. So you, you, I think it started as like, I'm sending you nudes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or like, here's the ridiculous things I'm doing while I'm like drunk with my friends. We yeah, don't yeah. Want yeah. evidence to live out there forever. Totally. Exactly. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, and I think if you're like, if your friend group kind of like uses it religiously and that's how you send photos to each other, like, that's fine. But like, yeah. I was once approached, I was on a hot girl walk on the river path that goes, runs through Calgary, and a guy just came up to me sort of like unsolicited just started chatting with me um he was shooting a shot good for him yeah. and he asked me at one point what my snapchat was yeah and immediately in my mind i was like this person is way younger than me yeah. because <laughs> someone my age would not ask for my snapchat yeah. maybe they'd ask for my instagram probably they'd ask for like my phone number if they yeah. wanted to get a hold of me but something about like the way he was yeah. like can i have your snap I yeah. was like, this person's a child. And it turned out he was 10 years younger than me. He was like 21. Wow. Sick, Al. You're looking good that he day. He shot a shot. Do you guys yes. remember back in, and like it was the club, when you had your Blackberry phones and they had that little like <laughs> bop and there was the, it was like a QR code you mm. scanned to exchange. And it, it was like the iMessage of Blackberry. I don't even remember what it's oh. called back then. Yes. Yeah. BBM? That's it. Yeah, yeah. and it was like, I, how, and yes. I didn't even understand. I was like, what? 18 and I actually didn't even understand how to use like that's how bad I'm at tech but that was like the thing back then when it was like oh give me your QR code and like we'll exchange BBM, our BBM baby? information yeah. yeah Tina and text you later are you gonna accept the the title of cougar now that you've mentioned BBM and yeah Black, Black Ray? you might win the award you might not be able to fight it anymore okay <laughs> I have a terminology that I maybe I've told you this before Mo but I've told Al it's called a T9 Jenner and it's our generation, the millennials. Okay. And a T9 Jenner is somebody who hasn't dated since T9 texting was a thing. And oh. God, I, if, I guess I have to explain this maybe if we have any of the younger generation listening. Back in the day, your phone was physical buttons. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero, pound. It wasn't hashtag, it was pound. (laughs) And to text, you had to like hit the buttons multiple times. Just Google it. Mm -hmm. But what I say, because like my sisters have both not dated, they've been with their partners for, I don't even know, a bajillion years. 
because they have given me dating advice before been like just call the person and I was like you haven't dated since T9 texting so I call people who haven't dated since then T9 Jenners okay Mm -hmm. I like that because you don't know what dating is in this modern age and it has changed so much and honestly if you're not in it it's like kind of hard to get it absolutely yeah Yeah. but the question I was going to ask you Allie was that would you date somebody younger than you then and by how much what's your age range I think, I think, yeah, I think I would. I'd probably go a couple years younger than me. And then up to, honestly, I think older than me, probably by, a, like, a larger yep. number, I would say. Can I ask a question, actually? Because, like, men date women younger than them, yep. and they're not cougars. If I date a girl younger than me, am I still a cougar? Or is it only if I date oh. a male younger than me Ooh. that I'm a cougar? Yeah. That's a big question. <laughs> Meow. I've been sort of meow since we started talking about cougars. I'm so glad I got that off the chest. (laughs) One more for the (laughs) most. Meow. Meow. Well, that was good. I wonder if in same-sex couples as well, I want like the height thing. Like I feel like a lot of the stereotypes, some of the things we've talked about in this podcast, it's like I think stereotypically applies to heterosexual relationships. I would say no. I don't think that factors in. I'm not going to speak for the entire population of people dating same sex, but Mm -hmm. my answer is no. I would be pleasantly surprised to know if there was, like, cougar was not even a term, but there was another term. I've already explained that I want to be called a lynx. Thank you very much. (laughs) Maybe. No, I I think they're more like a scream. Scream. No, I'm not going to go there. Cougars scream. They don't meow. It's it's a real thing. I'm just... just Quick safety fact. Yeah, no, it's like a blood... (laughs) (laughs) Quick hiking safety fact. Um, No, it's a... It's compared to like a female's like blood curdling scream is what a cougar sounds like. Yeah, Google it. It's a scary noise. Yeah. Okay, let's go on to another question um, about relationships. And again, these are questions we had it come in from our male listeners. Do nice guys always finish last? And is it part of it that they can be too available to the female that they are dating? Mo, you're not a nice guy, so you don't get a comment. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're a really nice guy. Allie, do you have any thoughts on nice guys finishing last? Yeah, I think, I guess I do have, I have some experience with this. And this was, yeah, a question that, that was, uh, sent to me and the person that sent it said I've been listening and I hear you and Kat are like spending your time and your energy on these guys that sound like they're like fucking dicks like what the hell like why aren't you kind of leaning more into the like like nice guys and I want to like in my experience I don't know that like right off the bat I'll sort of categorize someone as like oh he's too nice or he's too sensitive or anything like that in, I, I like to think that I don't find out that someone's a dick until like much later mm-hmm. because I kind of like ignore some of those red flags and then mm-hmm. I find out that they're not a nice guy. Like I'll kind of give everyone the benefit of the doubt and be like, oh, this everyone's a nice guy. Like, this is yeah. going so great until mm-hmm. it's not. We don't want to be Wednesday girls. <laughs> right now, we're trying to be. It isn't until later when it's like my dumb head starts to like clue in that like, oh, no and, wait. And that's usually once I've been dumped that I clue in. <laughs> Knowing who's, like, a dick is pretty black and white. Like, 
prick, for example, from one of your previous episodes. It's like a perfect example. The prick. Of, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, of a monstrous sort of like obvious one. But again, maybe you didn't know that before. It was a nice guy until... I don't even think nice guy has a definition the same way like a dick has a definition. That's the thing that guys definitely mostly debate with, which is like, how do I avoid the friend zone? Because like nice guys finishing last means I did not shoot my shot and I've fallen into the friend zone and this is Mm -hmm. now there's no way out of this does that make sense totally can I comment on this too so this person had a couple questions tied to it and Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say them the other one and then kind of comment so like do they always finish last and then when a girl leads a guy on is it for the attention is she wasting his time so is she doing it just for that I have like a few thoughts on this as somebody in my 30s I'm not about wasting time and playing games anymore. Mm -hmm. So if I'm dating a bad boy, like traditionally, it's because again, I'm oblivious to it. I'm not noticing the red flags. I'm, I'm not making decisions. I don't have a spreadsheet like Allie. Um, (laughs) but yet I'm also curious, like, I don't know how old this guy is and I don't know his age range he's dating. Cause when I was in my twenties, I probably fucked around a lot more. I was really unsure what I wanted. I was more insecure with myself. So yeah, it felt really nice to have attention at times and it still does, of course. But like my advice is for this guy is if you are talking to a girl or seeing a girl and it's been maybe multiple dates or a few weeks at this point or at least over a month and it's still unclear where things are standing then like it's not worth your time she's maybe leading you on she seems unsure and if you know what you want out of something and like your goal is a relationship and you're not like getting that then don't let somebody lead you on like you're not feeling good about this Mm -hmm. like their message sounded like a little frustrated which is totally fair but there's nothing wrong with being like clear to someone you're dating of course there's like those first few dates where you're just trying to feel each other out and you don't want to scare anybody off but if it's gotten to the point where like you feel comfortable and you want to communicate like what you want then sure share that maybe they're not like quite on the same page and ready for it yet but if they're mature and like whatnot then they can communicate back like yeah like I'm I'm not 100% that's what I want but like I still want to keep trying things then yeah it's worth your time and I would say don't don't compromise who you are because you think maybe you'll attract more people or different people so if you're if you're if you're a nice guy don't feel like you need to be a dick don't Mm -hmm. feel like you need to be an asshole i okay i was out with my sister we were having dinner on a patio last weekend and this couple came in and they were sitting kind of behind us and it was obvious to us because we were fully eavesdropping that it was a first date (laughs) and this this guy he pulled out his date seat for her she was holding a little bouquet of flowers and like (gasps) as we left they were talking he was telling her where he got them and and i was like that that is so sweet yeah and if someone did that for me like i think i'm pretty non-traditional in a lot of the ways that i view like relationships and partnerships but if someone did those kind of more historically like chivalrous things i would love that yeah yeah i have friends and even my sister she was kind of like oh like isn't that a little old school like isn't that a you know like so you don't you don't ever really know so and i mean it's so cliche to be like be true to yourself but just like represent yourself how you are and the right person is gonna appreciate those things about you i have a comment on this as well so if someone brought me flowers on a date in public, I would probably be very like, 
uncomfortable because I can get uncomfortable in situations. But afterwards, I would probably reflect on and be like, that was really sweet. And then I'd probably message you and you'd be like, oh my God, that's so cute. But I think it goes back to our last episode where Mo was talking about going on a date with a horse girl and people being like, oh, it's a horse girl, blah, blah, blah. And then that affects it. So then Mm -hmm. say I message your sister instead. Love your sister. She's great. Mm -hmm. But if she was like, oh, that's kind of a... trying too hard or something That would weigh on it too. And Mm -hmm. like, again, there's no right or wrong in this situation. It just depends on the person. So maybe you're dating Allie or you're dating Allie's sister. Mm -hmm. You have a 50-50 chance with that. So again, that's who you are. So bring that person flowers if you think that's like what you want to do and totally. just yeah so, so. I, I'm, I'm gonna maybe add a different angle to this whole uh nice guys thing uh the image that kind of comes to mind of like a nice guy finishing last is somebody who makes themselves like clears their schedule just to be like helpful for example it's it's less about like date time it's more about like just friend time and so there that friend zone is something there where guy is like has been trying to find a break that barrier and then a message kind of comes through or like maybe you guys take a selfie and you post it somewhere on instagram for example and it's like best friends forever sort of thing or like <laughs> you know what i mean ouch BFFs. Yeah, that's 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 the painful side of, of like a nice guy finishing last where you're like there's no chance now and then what do you do what should a guy do in that situation well i mean in that situation you should have a conversation with your apparent bff and be like right. hey i have these feelings you recipient reciprocate them yeah mm-hmm. and if the answer is yes that's great if the answer is no maybe that's great but that's probably where you've not had very clear communication with each other about how you're feeling about things and like i've told a guy friend before that i was like so into him and then he rejected me and it was like really upsetting mm-hmm. and i was like this is the end of our friendship and then a couple days later he was like so I make this weird and then we like went on a road trip and it just went back to being like friends again and so mm-hmm. it really stung and I moved past it. and maybe that's not so easy to like move past it's... me in the friend zone but like I got put in the friend zone and for me that rejection was like okay get over this like fantasy in your head it's never gonna happen but mm-hmm. we're st- we're still friends today so yeah. I, I think I that's good listens. advice sup friends <laughs> <laughs> you know I who think... you are <laughs> <laughs> shout out DM me <laughs> slide into my DMs no I'm just kidding he's like married that's a bad joke don't do that <laughs> I think that's great advice I think that's what I would tell somebody too is like if you have a clear signal that there's no chance of that happening then communication which is not the easiest thing especially I think for guys it's not, it's not a first instinct again make that clear accept the reality that of the new reality that you've set mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then you can either decide to be friends or you can if, you, if it's too painful then you can end those relationships but you'd be surprised if that it could work out where you yeah, go on a road yeah. trip the next time. Rejection stings. Yeah. Like, I've been rejected quite a few times. It stings, but it's better than sitting in this limbo mm-hmm. where I'm For thinking sure. about you and I'm, like, staying up at night and playing out scenarios in my head. I'd rather just for the rejection to take place. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's... It's like riding a bike. I'm over it. <laughs> it happens. You get, you get tougher yeah. every time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, I mean, obviously, like, you don't want to be rejected. But I can say this with true experience. It is not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And you will forget it eventually. Another thing I'll mention on this is, like, understanding also that you can't change people. Mm-hmm. If you feel some kind of way about 
someone and it seems like your fr- like your friends yeah y- you have to just kind of accept that and not do like not try to change who they are or how they feel because you can't do that for mm-hmm. someone else like that needs to kind of come from them mm-hmm. and I mean I'll also say that like as I'm getting older and I'm dating more like getting more practice right with situationships and relationships going well or falling apart I'm learning what it is that I appreciate mm-hmm. about someone and for me it is someone that's thoughtful and like maybe following up and reaching out yeah. and being communicative communicative <laughs> communicative like uh, maybe and maybe someone else my sister for example might look at that and be like oh god clingy right. or like ooh that's like it seems like a bit much mm-hmm. or they see more into it than you yeah. I, I, I could appreciate like if yeah. you're upfront about what it is that you want if you want a relationship then you need that like close communication and if I understand that about you that's gonna make that like that will make sense I say just like it's like it's so cliche but like do what feels good for you. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Yeah. I agree. For this person, if you are currently seeing someone and it's been a matter of weeks or a matter of months, and you feel like they're stringing you along, and you become a Wednesday boy, welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not worth it. I'm sorry, but I think cut your losses. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll re-enter your life or haunt you again in the future, and maybe it'll be the solution. I don't. I don't really think that's going to be it. To be honest, I'm not super a big believer in that happening again in the future maybe it will but in the meantime it sounds like you just need to be having hot boy summer uh and yes do something else yeah yeah there's a a chance that they know that they've kept you on a string and that's valuable to them and that's not a good person to have in your life okay one other one that maybe we kind of slide into based on this is someone else messaged in and said have you ever settled in a relationship and why? I mean, we all know people who have settled, but have mm-hmm. either of you settled? So my last kind of like, I'd say like legit relationship. I was dating someone for a couple of years and we officially broke up like summer of 2020. COVID um, times, yeah. COVID times, yeah. And I think if, if, if we were to ask him, he would probably agree that we should have broken up probably six months earlier than we did but I think we stayed together because it was comfy Mm -hmm. and we both knew it was like easier to stay together than it would be to break up and have to go through like the muck of like telling our friends and being alone and things like that and during the lockdowns and exactly and I think that's a big reason why we stuck it out like honestly because in those early early days of COVID Mm -hmm. it it felt like the world was ending so I think we kind of looked at each other and we were like oh well if this is it you'll do like you're you're fine (laughs) but yeah and then when it ended honestly and I think he and I have have talked since we're genial now but I I felt like relieved Mm -hmm. almost when Mm -hmm. it was done because I, I think I knew for a long time that it wasn't right, but I wasn't acting on it. Just because mm-hmm. I wasn't emotionally like prepared to go through the discomfort of, of not having him in my life anymore in the same way. Yeah. Mo, what about you? The only one that I can really like draw from is that it was definitely before COVID and it was it was a like a year and a half long relationship that I think as well the signs were that should have ended a month, few months ago there's a lot of like mental gymnastics that happened where you're like convincing yourself to find like the positives in it and then mm-hmm. ignore some of the negatives some of those things for example is like maybe you can tell but i'm a more like even keel kind of person i, I don't have uh i'm not that dramatic um but you know this partner of mine <laughs> compared to who us <laughs> how dare you what are you trying to say <laughs> 
We're even keeled. <laughs> We're fine. These are steady waters. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the contrast in uh, myself and my uh, the girl I was seeing at the time was was pretty drastic, and it was def- definitely I can see that this isn't going to last anyway. But I'm going to stick it out because I don't want to number one be the one who ends it. And that was a weird one where I still haven't really reconciled. Maybe I should talk to your two therapists, but um, about it. But it was I did feel like. I can handle the breakup better than she would, and so I should tough mm. it out. Then when she wants out, then I'll be like, I'll have a sigh of relief, for example. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that I avo- I still kind of like hold that as being me being kind of psychopathic in a way. <laughs> and I don't know. I haven't really sorted through that one. I don't know if psychopathic is how to describe yeah. it. I mean, mm. it almost sounds like you were being like trying to be such a nice guy in a way oh. and in a sense like leading on this relationship and being like maybe trying to like offer more of a support system and you were mm-hmm. being more concerned about the other person in the relationship than you were being concerned about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're a very selfless person, which is like almost to your detriment, to be honest, yeah. where like, for example, I'm just going to say this about our friendship is one time I had a dream about Mo and I was like, <laughs> he made me really angry in the dream, which I think a lot of people have this like with their partners, for example, and more so I would say females, they wake up and they're like, mad at someone anyways i had a dream about mo he's not my partner but i woke up and i was really mad at mo and i remember being like (laughs) messaging him and i was like mo i'm mad at you you were mean to me in my dream and he was like i'm so sorry and then later that day like tried to buy me lunch as an apology and i was like (laughs) for something he did and i was like what's wrong with you i was like it was a dream and he was like oh yeah (laughs) Like, like that's stupidly nice of you you should have been like you're a psycho like i'm the psycho here and so yeah like you are you are kind to a fault in a way which i i like think maybe that is something that you factors into your relationships where you definitely try to overcompensate and be like more accommodating to someone else even in friendships in a way than you are and like it probably burns you out a little bit and i'm not gonna unpack this anymore you can go to our therapist yeah like i just think even you trying to buy me lunch because i was mad at you for a dream is just like a really good example of you (laughs) i I definitely uh laughed at that one it's it's one of our funny more recent exchanges it it was one of those things where i was like yeah it's it's probably justified i did something stupid (laughs) but it was uh, it was more so like I, th- I think that is pretty true. I think it also call back to like last episode would be like going on that date with the fir- with the horse girl, for example, <laughs> and being like relieved that she was you know uh, back in the dating cycle because then I didn't have to do anything. I think it goes both ways. I think there is a nice element to it probably, but it's also I'm not doing anybody any favors by not being honest about it. That's the thing mm-hmm. I think I should yeah take away from that. But thanks yeah. for saying that. Totally I'm blushing over here. I'll still wait for lunch sometime. Wait for my next. <laughs> you call train. it in. It's still, it's still uh, an IOU. Oh, this one was interesting. So we someone messaged in about X on a first or a second date. Things you do you don't realize. So if you've been on a date, like what is something someone has done and you're like, I can't believe this person is doing this right now and they're probably oblivious to their ick. Like maybe I mean a really obvious one is being rude to a waiter which like get bent if you Mm. are doing that but like have you ever been on a date with someone and you've been like "Ooh, they're so they're not aware of something they're doing and it's been very off-putting i have a few 
So this made me think of it. I went on a date once with a guy. I don't know if I've talked about this, but all his pictures, he was smiling with his mouth closed and he showed up and he had braces, which is a hard game for any adult with adult braces. Mm-hmm. But his braces were full of food. And oh, do you know oh God. It was mm-hmm. so gross, you guys. And like, I couldn't stop looking at it. And I had braces as a child. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Stuff gets stuck in there. But like, look in a mirror. And then yeah. he got super political and we live in a town that's traditionally very oil and gas and got into this and yeah yeah, and and I myself have a poli-sci degree and so I went through university spending four years doing political debates in class and I still love politics and things like that but it's not something I actively talk about and it's not something I really think you should get into on a first date and so this same guy like tried to pick like political debates with me and get into these things. And I was like, it's this game yeah. isn't going to work. Like mm-hmm. this was what my degree was for four years. Like I'm not going to sit here and debate policy with you. Like that's so boring. And mm-hmm. so that was something that was like such a big turnoff to me was like trying to get under my skin and like create Debate this bro. like yeah. yeah and so that's something too where like what is the thing like you never t- discuss politics or money you know like don't discuss that on a first date like that's an ick yeah. and so yeah. yeah yeah that guy did that I think to, to add to that my, my third one on that one would be like religion as well like it, it is quite a controversial in its own I'm not particularly religious I've never been and I've never even asked anybody even like friends that I've known for like 20 years like what their religion is and we all like pretty much align just uh, through the natural course of things but I'm like I don't know why it's an ick for me but it's somebody who does mention you know religion in a in a first date is somebody mm-hmm. I think is not gonna jive with me for very long is is a big one mm-hmm. I think that's totally fair yeah, yeah. and like I think long term that's probably something really important especially totally. if you're thinking about children and raising mm-hmm. like that lifestyle and stuff yeah that's something to navigate and like you can have different religions and like that's yeah. a whole conversation but yeah I don't think you should have to dive deep into your political beliefs or really discuss other people's political beliefs on a first date because again yes. like what are we getting over here? Like, let's discuss Israel and Palestine. Like, no thanks. Like, We're not, gonna solve not it. today. <laughs> yeah, like that's. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather know what your favorite color is right now. Okay. Yeah. So seriously, yeah. I think I, I feel like eye contact is another one that's really big for me. Oh, like, yeah. or if you're like, if I'm in the middle of telling a long-winded story, which I often do because I spill my guts on dates. If you like pull out your phone and uh-huh. start, like, it's like I, I don't mind if someone's like, I'm Check really sorry. Case. I gotta take this or. I need a little, like, phone break. Like, go to the bathroom mm-hmm. if you need to, like, check your phone or something. But I've been on dates before where it's, like, you're mid-sentence and he takes his phone, which is sitting right on the table, and starts, like, scrolling or, or like, answering a text. Yeah. And it's like, I'm right in front of you. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I find that really kind of rude. I went on a date with a guy once, actually. I don't... Mo, you might have been there. This was, like, so embarrassing. <laughs> been there for the date. I went out. I was going out <laughs> with this guy, and he was like, let's go to this brewery. And I was like, cool. And I had text one of my friends being like me and I don't know John Smith are going to this bar or this brewery at whatever five o'clock and then she texts me later and said I'm so sorry I'm here with like a group of our mutual friends and I was like are you effing kidding me and so we roll up and it is packed you guys and the only spots open were right next to my friends so I'm on a first date sitting at this long bench table talking to this guy 
as my delinquent friends are next to us <laughs> telling these like ridiculous stories and I'm obviously trying not to eavesdrop but like he's like hearing the stuff they're saying but he was texting and he was like I'm so sorry one of my friends her and her partner just broke up so I'm being like emotional support and he was like texting her the whole time and I was like Oh. This is terrible. This is terrible we're sitting next to my friends. This is mm-hmm. terrible you're texting a girl and offering her, like, support. And it was just, like, he just obviously way more cared about that. And I was like, this is so important Then you should have canceled mm-hmm. on me rather than have me sit, like, at a bar pretending like my friends aren't next to me, being, like, mute while you message, like, some yeah. girl yeah. and offering support. And it was, like... I'm not trying to, like, say I knew what the relationship was, but he seemed a little too eager to be texting this girl's support. And I was like, so you're just, like, just swoop, Jesse's girl just swooping in there kind of yeah, thing? But, um, yeah, that was a bad one. And thank you again to those friends. Mo, I don't remember if you were there. Oh, my apologies for, if I was there. For crashing my date. <laughs> I mean, you gave us a C, but it was... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad. like me, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the one ick that I'll, I'll add on there, is, and this is one that kind of maybe appears in the in like maybe like a second or third date is like somebody who's like quite gossipy I think that somebody mm-hmm. who's telling me about everybody else's personal life yeah I for me I find that like quite concerning like for a couple of reasons the main one is like I'm learning to I'm going to discover you like we're going to we're going to talk you're going to learn about me and then I'm like you know you're going to take that back but you're also like it's not so much that you're sharing with your friends you're more like look at what he did like look what he was wearing for example like pretty like superficial stuff yeah um if you're sharing that with me as somebody you're you've known for like maybe a couple a few dates then uh that does make me think about like what are you sharing about me as well i also just don't think that's a good personality trait especially if it's like somebody who's a close friend of yours and you're bashing them you know yeah I yeah think that's a big red flag yeah, for me for sure yeah yeah okay i want to kind of flip this to our own personal icks and i this kind of you saying this kind of made me think of one and i don't know if this is an ick you guys can decide this but i hate going out with somebody who is not happy in their career because if you hate your job you are hating 40 plus hours of your week and i'm i'm just gonna guess you are having a hard time associating that like not or not associating that with your personal life and me Mm. personally not currently, but I have had jobs before where I've been burnt out. I've been so down, depressed and things like that. And I know I was not like a good version of myself. Yeah. And maybe that's not an ick as much as a red flag, but like I would not have wanted to date me when I was in that situation. Mm -hmm. But is there things about you where you've maybe been on a date and you've thought back like, Ooh, I wonder if that person was like, woo, woo, that's, that's a warning. Oh gosh, this is an ex. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't have a good answer. I, I have a quick one. It's like, is that I think I'm decently good at like the first date and usually I'm like pretty engaged in the conversations, but you know, I'll, I talk pretty positively about things in my life. So I don't know if I've given off that impression. I think the thing that naturally follows up though, is that I don't, I'm not communicative on the second and follow up. Mm-hmm. Immediately after, and that's probably a turnoff for a lot of the girls I've dated. You little ghoster over there. Yeah, ghoster, there's yeah, a yeah Casper. Um, I feel like Casper. <laughs> I, I totally agree with you, Kat. It's like if you're not really feeling good about yourself and like what you've got the going on, maybe you shouldn't be dating. Like you even mm. said, I think um, a couple episodes ago that you postponed a date with someone because you weren't having a good day. You had a headache. You just weren't feeling yeah. right. 
I feel like that's that's so smart. Like, like do that. If you can't go and kind of, like, be engaged, and I feel like especially when you're first meeting someone in those first few dates, you have to be a bit more on. Like, I feel like you have to be yeah. in the right mindset to go and, like, really engage with someone yourself. in that way. So I think it's 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 wise to, to kind of, like, do a little self-reflection and be like, I'm not feeling myself today or this month or, like, right now. I'm going to focus a bit on getting right with what I've got going on before I start like sharing with someone else. Can I give a really good hot tip? Please. Your really good hot tip is, um, so about like the whole dating thing for that makeup date, I remember I messaged you and I was like, dude, do I shower or not shower? And I was literally laying there and okay, Mo was giving me a look. It was just like, it wasn't like going to like do anything. It was literally dinner kind of shower and my hair didn't look disgusting. But I was like, do a shower. And you said, shower, you'll feel more refreshed, you'll feel better about yourself. And you were 100% correct. Because I showered, I blue dried my hair. Masturbated. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Um, And I felt really, really good. Thank you, Allie. Um, (laughs) So hot tip is if you are like me and think that dry shampoo is always the solution in this scenario, having a shower and dolling myself up was really good because it did kind of change how I felt going into that date because I felt good about myself and I was feeling confident I liked my outfit I walked in with a strut show you my strut later hell yeah (laughs) so anyways hot tip faith yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and then an ick for me like I don't know, I feel some, sometimes if I'm, especially if it's early on, I feel the need sometimes to fill the silence. So I think oh, I talk yeah. a lot. I think I talk too much sometimes. Like, I'll finish a date and I'll get in my car or whatever and I'll be like, fuck. Like, maybe, <laughs> maybe he did have more than he wanted to share, but he I, couldn't get a fucking word in edgewise because I was just like a mile a minute, like, like asking dumb questions. You've learned nothing about him and you've spent like two hours of well, wait a or, second. Yeah, or it's me asking, yeah. ask, and it's oh, like he yeah. can't, like, yeah. Yeah, but that is better. I'd rather go on a date with somebody asking me questions than only me asking them questions. A one-sided, so I would say yeah. that's at least better is that you were actually genuinely showing interest. Because I mm-hmm. say it's an ick when I go out with someone and I'm like, so, um, like, what's your profession? And then they give it me the answer and I'm like, case say it back now like well okay i'll just i'll just ask myself my question like that's that's way worse so i yeah i can get what you mean where you're just like did i monopolize this but if you're monopolizing it by asking them questions at least you're showing you're engaged i don't know unless mo you disagree with me i i I personally i hate i ask a lot of questions but i and i hate one word answers to questions i think that's a really telltale sign like that it's not going well don't play 20 questions on a date uh do you know what that game is 20 questions? Yeah, I do. It's like yes, no answers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't play that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> a joke landed great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, you need more like stuff, but it, it, is, it does tell you how engaged they are in the conversation. And also, that's also makes me, I do the same thing where I fill in the silences because it's an uncomfortable place to be. Or if I feel like I'm not answering questions like as well as I normally would, then I know that's probably not going to go well. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to like end a date early? Did we talk about this already? Oh, do you know what? No. We had another person message mm-hmm. in. Let's talk about what was sent in to us. So we received a voice message 
on Instagram. Love it. That I'm going to play for you now from one of our listeners. Here goes. Hey girls, uh, long time listener, first time caller. Uh, this is a question for my future ex-wife, um, Allison. I was wondering, uh, as a guy, I'm on a first date and it is a dumpster fire and I need out of there and there's no way out. What is my move? What do you guys prefer for me as the male to to say, hey, this is a this is dog shit. This isn't working. Do I just get up and end it? Do I make an excuse? Do I say I have to go play tennis? What's the move? Thanks. <laughs> oh my god. Fake <laughs> <Thank> dog shit. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if that person has ever used the tennis. <laughs> Um, that's incredible. Thank you so much for sending that in. Um, Congratulations on your future engagement, Al. Yeah, I can't. I already have an ex-husband. I'm so proud. Uh, yeah, I'm proud. so sorry about the divorce, actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just is this, straight to that. Is this person available? They're looking for a second wife? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, maybe oh. first, second. I've never yeah. had a dog shit date in my life. I'm great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dates with you are never dog shit. Me, they might be. No, um no. But uh, amazing, amazing message that made me laugh so hard when I listened to it last night. And a great question as well. So what is your sort of exit strategy when you're like, this is not fucking going well? What do you do? I know you said at one time, Kat, if the server comes around and they're like, another drink, you'll fully just be like, nope, we'll get the bill, please. And that's a good way of kind of, or you'll do a shorter loop. If you're doing a walk through the neighborhood, you'll veer off to the shorter loop. If you know what, what else? Anybody else have like an exit? Well, I actually have like an example of this happened to me. I, I don't know. I had been on like a few dates with guy and I think we'd been out for drinks and then he came upstairs to my apartment. It was like in the afternoon and he was like later go supposed to go, I think go meet his dad or something like in a few hours. And then he came upstairs and it like got really awkward. Like we were just like talking on the couch or whatever. And then I think he was like at a certain point, he's like, well, I better, like, take off and, like, go meet my dad. And I was like, okay, well, you told me that was supposed to be, like, four, and it's, like, one. So I was like, this is very... Well, that, obviously, that was a dog oh. shit <laughs> And I was like... <laughs> I was like, cool, like, catch you on the flippity-flop. And I remember talking to my guy friend about it. And I was like, do you think he's, like, not into me, you and me? And he was like, yeah, no, he's not. And I was like, okay. And it was, like, harsh, but I was like, I needed to hear that. And that was obviously very um, obvious. It wasn't really nice, so I don't think that should be your exit strategy, but... Maybe better than a guy telling me he's going to go play tennis. What time of day is it? <laughs> <laughs> Night tennis. It's good. Evening tennis. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Mo? Uh, I do not have a good one. I'm actually, I think that's a, that's one I'd like to maybe crowdsource a little bit. Tennis. From, uh, I, <laughs> the, uh, I, I mentioned it earlier before where I was like, I'm going to stick this one out. And I definitely stuck out a few dates that definitely mm-hmm. I should have ended a lot sooner. I think I'm going to fall back to, uh, I got to go feed my cat or something. Uh, so stupid. Terrible, I know. Um, okay, here's my thing. If you're going on a first date, don't explain to this person what you're doing the rest of the day. Oh, good call. If you are not enjoying this date, like, don't be like, oh, yeah, I'm not doing anything the rest of the day. Just kind of avoid that conversation. And it gets to the point and you're like, okay, I want to have a drink with this person or something further, then it's great. But if you are maybe 20 minutes into this date and you're like, this is not the style for me you don't have to have told them what you're doing next so you can be like okay well I've actually like I gotta kind of wrap things up I have to like go help a friend with something and that can be your exit strategy 
and maybe that is where you go. So that's generally what I will do on a date is I don't communicate what my plans are later in the day. I'm like, ah, nothing. I'm going to lay on my couch and like binge some Netflix. Mm-hmm. Don't say that. Mm-hmm. One, it doesn't really sound cool. But two, just, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to tell them your, your agenda. That's kind of what I would do. Yeah, and maybe, yeah, be kind of more, like, aloof, maybe isn't the right word, or, like, subtle yeah. about it. Just, like, yeah, that server comes around. Maybe you're just grabbing grabbing the check yeah. and, and saying you've got to you've got to get going. you got to be yeah. on your way. I like the idea of, like, grab the check, um, settle up bills, and then a walk around the neighborhood sounds like a nice, like, way to, like, casually, like, land the plane, I guess, if that's the thing. Oh, good analogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, like, absolutely. Like, I went for a walk with someone not so long ago, and it we wrapped the walk, and they said, do you want to go get a drink now? And I said, okay, sure. Yeah. And so that was, like, an indication the date was going well, mm-hmm. and then we went for a drink. But, yeah, I would say, and that's one of the things we talked about, what is the first, like, a perfect first date, and it's not sitting down for a, yes. a long dinner where you totally. can't excuse yeah. yourself. It's having those opportunities of getting a coffee, getting a drink, you know, things like that, where you're you're kind of making this a shorter period of time. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, is what I would say is probably how I would deal with that situation. But yeah, set yourself up for success. Suggest like, yeah, a shorter activity maybe. And then yeah. if it's going awesome, maybe suggest that you, yeah, go to another bar or continue hanging out. And if they say they can't, then yeah. no worries. You end it and then you follow up later and see if they want to hang out again. Yeah, and I would say to your future husband, if he's going to go with the tennis strategy, then I would love for you to show up to our date with some sweatbands on your wrist and your <laughs> your racket. And yeah. if you're really liking it, then you can be like, do you know what? I'm going to cancel on my uh, trainer. This is just going too good. That's yeah, kind of like, smooth. What's no, it's on? not. <laughs> Don't do that. Showing up being like, with your like racket on your back being like, oh yeah, like I just got a private later, but like I can cancel it. Yeah. I'm going to go knock some balls around. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. I love that. Was there any other questions? This, this person oh. had another really great question and I think it's a really funny one to end on. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, this this person is wondering if we are familiar or have ever heard of PNC, which is an acronym that stands for Post Nut Clarity. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> first we'll de- <laughs> first we'll define yeah. Post Nut Clarity for anyone who's unsure. I did not know actually until um, this person explained it. So it's the immediate clear mindedness <laughs> that an individual gains after orgasming or busting a nut. So, for example, maybe you have called on someone because you're feeling some kind of way, you want a little bit of attention, they come over, you guys have sex, once you're done, you realize you've made a horrible mistake. Is it exclusive to men? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Is the term post-nut clarity exclusive to men? Well, I'm not nutting said, very often, so yeah. Is there like a... Because <laughs> we don't have nuts? Yeah. Right. Okay, just checking. Okay. Um, uh, our callers giving away our secrets. There must be... There must be... Like, I'm sure there's like a, a lady anatomy equivalent, but I, I like the post-nut clarity. I absolutely have had that. Your mindset changes completely after? Yeah. Like, I think... I don't know. I, I always say that like men and women, there's like there's a brain between your ears, but there's also a brain between your legs. Yes. And when the brain between your legs is calling the shots, she's like, for me anyway, she's a little chaotic. Yeah. And she just kind of will like... She just wants what she wants and doesn't really think about like later. 
or like how it'll affect like the heart, the head. Yeah. So typically the brain between my legs leads and then the brain between my ears later is like, the fuck were you thinking? A hundred percent. Um, maybe too relatable. This <laughs> Sounds and universal. I also just want to say like, maybe it's, I don't know, like we're saying like a post O clarity. Sometimes you don't Ooh. get that O as a female. Fuck. Maybe it's only the other person's getting the, the O and then it's real clarity where you're like that was effing terrible Mm -hmm. and really not worth it but yeah no that's and you think ooh, that was a bad idea or whatever and then it it happens again you your mind gets all well or whatever's between your legs gets all chaotic again and Mm -hmm. then you you're you're very forgetful and then you think maybe it'll be better this time and then that clarity gets all over yeah Mm -hmm. there's a There's like a goldfish memory involved with the brain between the legs, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Is it like immediate for a guy? Like, you know how there's like the whole joke is, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I didn't finish my sentence. I was like, you know the whole thing where a guy like rolls over and falls asleep. But no, it's like getting off top of me and you're already in the clearance. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's so fast. I I revealed so much. It's immediate. Is it? I don't. Al, do you think it's immediate for us as a female? I don't know if it's... Yeah, I, oh. I, I, yeah you roll over and you're like, I just want to get him out of here now. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even want to like dog yeah. anymore. I've definitely had that before. Or it's sometimes, you, yeah, he like leaves and you like close the front door and you're like, well, that was dumb. Yeah, and like I am gone back to bed and fallen asleep instantly kind of thing because I'm like... Yeah, and then well, the next morning... Well, at least morning, that's gone. <laughs> totally right. And then the next morning it's almost like this post-nut hangover where you're like, oh God, my, like the things I think are wrong and the decisions I make are bad. Like that's, shame. Yeah. Shame over? A shame over. A shame over. Yes, I love yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah. males, you are not exclusive in not that, exclusive. the, the post-nut clarity. Yeah. And what makes me feel even more shameful during my shame over is that the decisions leading up to like the invitation. Oh yeah. I know with the brain between my ears that it's not a good thing, but it just like doesn't matter. It's like, I have these blinders on. It's like, I'm going to regret this later, but I'm just going to do it anyway. The things you say or do leading up to that moment. And you look back and you think, who the fuck was that person? (laughs) Right? I do do not know her. Like the way you can justify just about any of it. It's shocking. Yeah. That dumb little lynx. (laughs) That's Still so little, true. Yeah. So don't worry, everyone. There's no shame in the shame over. <laughs> There's so <laughs> no much shame. shame in the post not clarity. Yeah. Game. Well, that's not really true because there is. There's but tons, there... loads. Yeah, yeah, too yeah. much. Yeah, but no, men, you're yeah, not alone. Like... Did you just learn something, Mo? No, I just had a great time. No, I meant. You guys are useless. <laughs> Next episode is episode 10, mm-hmm. which will be our last episode in the month of July. And then we're going to take a little break. Um, but hopefully we come back with maybe some fun updates on the spreadsheet or something like that and mm-hmm. kind of do a review. And Mo, you have some Anything thoughts on to this? add? Uh, well, if we're going to do homework, then I was going to say, um, what's for, for the guys, what's bad advice that you've received, tried, and then never would try again, like did not work mm. out, did not suit you as a, your personality, for example, and it was just very much like doesn't work in every situation. Let's do that homework for everyone. Boy, girl, he, she, 
he, them, they. Yeah. What is some bad dating advice that you were given and you tried and it bit you in the ass? Yeah. And that can be including advice you've maybe heard on this podcast because I feel like we should yeah. out, but it's not always great. How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't serve me. So send us your voice clips. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, Mo, thanks so much for hanging out with us for two episodes. We hope to have you back unless our ratings get bad. <laughs> yeah. Next yeah. season. Um, until next Wednesday, everyone. See you next Wednesday. Bye. 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 Follow us on Instagram at the Wednesday Girls Pod and find us online at thewednesdaygirls.com. Like and subscribe wherever you listen for new episodes every Wednesday.